You just listened to the episode on what to expect when raising fatherless kids. And after I recorded it, I started thinking of you, the listeners, and thought, wow, that was really a big overarching view of what to expect. But some of you might want to know, hey, I really want to know what to expect. Like, give me some practical things that I should anticipate or look forward to experiencing in my journey of raising kids without a dad. And so I am put together this little bonus episode. There's a blog with the same title that you'll be able to find on the website that gives some scripture that can combat some of the things that aren't positive expectations. But I just want to be real with you and be honest with you here. Um, My days of parenting are over. I did get to raise fatherless children, eight of them, from the beginning to the end. I never remarried. It's my calling to remain a widow. I don't think it's the calling for everyone. And if you're a young widow, or if you're in your 20s and your 30s, maybe even in your 40s, and you're thinking, oh, I can't imagine staying alone. That may not be what God has for you. But it is what he had for me. You know, I raised my youngest from 13 months, and now he's an adult. All my children are adults. So I do want to give you some specifics of things you might anticipate in your journey of raising kids without a dad. I do want to say that your perspective will determine how your children process this grief. As a parent, we model so many things. Our actions do speak louder than our words. And our children really are a blank slate that we mold and we influence and we impact. Whether you like it or not, that is true. And so we must speak life and not death over our children. So let's get some of the hard stuff out of the way. I want to just put out there on the table some things to expect when you're raising fatherless kids. And when we talk about expectations, those are uncomfortable, right? Because people have expectations of you and you might have some expectations of others that are going to go unmet. And you've already faced some unmet expectations in your life. Life isn't happening as you imagined it to be. And you never expected to be a single parent, except for some of you moms out there who did adopt a child and you're a single mom. You are someone to admire, truly, that you have laid down your life to raise a child. And so you knew you were raising a child without a dad. But for the most part, it will be hard raising kids without a dad. It's not easy, but you will and you are able to do it with God's help. It's just going to look different from what you might have anticipated or what life would be if you did have your husband here to help. But spoiler alert, we have so much to look forward to. This is not the end of the story. Jesus defeated death, and he gives abundant life even without an earthly dad in the lives of your kids. Even without, you can have an abundant life. So mom, Trust God and lead your kids to put their trust in God as well. 
I like Jesus' response. He had gone to the grave of Lazarus, who did die, even though his sisters had come and asked him to come and keep him from dying. And Jesus' response in John eleven forty was, Did I not say to you, If you believe, you will see the glory of God. Now, I am not saying that God is going to resurrect your husband from the grave or he's going to bring him back after deserting the family, although I would love to pray for that to happen. But God does say, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. And that is super exciting. I can't wait to hear how he's going to glorify himself in your family. But I know that knowing what to expect when raising fatherless kids can help us prepare for maybe some of the things that we would never have expected in this unwanted season. But these are just observations that I have made over my journey of raising eight children, and now it's been 23 years. This list that I have compiled to share with you today and some of the things you can anticipate or expect These are just observations that I have seen in watching my own small group of children under the age of 10 grow up without a dad. Some things you might anticipate or expect in raising your own children. One thing is that the absence and the loss of their biological dad will be a reality for their entire life. I know, you want to wrap it up, you want them to get over it, and... Even if you remarry and life moves on and it's way better than maybe when your husband was with you, the reality is, at least from my experience in observing my children, the absence and the loss of the biological dad will be a reality for their entire life. And grief from this absence will ebb and flow over time. And children may not grieve that loss until years after the loss. But here's the hard things that I want to put out on the table. What to expect when you're raising a fatherless child. Eight things. These are the hard things. Not trying to be negative. Just trying to give you some reality of what I've observed. The first is that mom will carry the grief for her children for a long while. And we did talk about that in the episode. So I won't go into any more on that. But mom, you're going to carry the grief of your kids right along with your grief. Number two. Boys and your son, your sons, will struggle with fear of failure and hurt. As they experience milestones in their life, graduation, maybe getting their first job, having successes, the lack of affirmation from a dad can cause this fear of failure to rise. Just because it's there doesn't mean it has to be a present reality all the time. Scripture tells us the fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. But just be aware that's what I've observed in watching fatherless boys. Fatherless girls will be tempted to find their identity in other things and other people. But again, Often, even if there's a dad in the home, sometimes girls are going to try to find their identity in something or someone else. And we want to teach our daughters that they are special, they are chosen, their identity is in Christ. So even if there's not a dad in the home, point them to that truth. Number four, the enemy will attack with fear of rejection and abandonment. It's a huge And so for my children, several of them were 
enamored with the life of an orphan. They would read stories about orphans. They were writing stories about orphans. And I realized they're struggling with the fear that they're going to be an orphan one day. And of course, we can't make an ultimate promise to our children that nothing's going to happen to us, but be aware that they are afraid that they've lost one parent, they could lose you as well. And yet, God takes care of orphans. I don't know, we don't know if that's going to be their story, but even if it is, God will take care of them. Number five, you will do a lot of things alone, but God will help you. And so you're going to do some really hard things. You're going to do a lot of mundane things. You're just going to do a lot of life alone, but God is there to help. Number six, loneliness and misunderstandings will happen. Again, it can't be avoided. You're going to be lonely, even if you have eight kids in your home that you're raising. There's a loneliness in doing that by yourself. And you're going to misunderstand people. They're going to misunderstand you. It's just part of the process. But God promises to make a home for the lonely. That's Psalm 68.6. Number seven, your traditions will be evaluated and you'll make adjustments. Keep those that bring joy, but it's okay to toss out those that hurt and they're no longer bringing fruit for your family. So you don't have to keep the same traditions now that there's no dad in the home. Make some new ones. And number eight, change will be experienced. Your circumstances have changed and you will change in these new circumstances. That's a good thing, even though it's a hard thing. So those are eight things that you can expect when you're anticipating raising fatherless children. But this is the good part. I want to just list real quickly, and you'll be able to look at this article and our blog, what to expect on your parenting journey when God is Father. This really is the best part. Yep, there's going to be some hard things that we just talked about, but there's going to be some amazing things as well. So let's just list those out, and each one of these, I have scripture to back it up, so I encourage you to go to the website and look that up. But here's some things you can expect when God is Father. Number one, expect God to father your children. Spend your time, your energy, your prayers, your focus in looking for Him as Father. It's going to be different than a father with skin on. But he will father your children, and I encourage you to expect that. Number two, God will use others as a vessel for his fathering. And welcome this. Be intentional about inviting people into your family, into your life. It's a beautiful thing. And even though it's different than their own biological father, this is how God fathers. He uses others. Number three. Expect to feel the weight of the responsibility that you have been entrusted with, but let God carry this weight for you. It's hard, and it's heavy, and it is a very big responsibility, but mom, fulfill this responsibility. Do the job that you've been given, and let God help you carry this weight. Number four, expect to work through your own faith and relationship with God. We've talked about this before. 
in in this first episode on raising fatherless kids. Trials are there to prove our faith, to test our faith, and so expect to work through your own faith. It's worth the work because, again, your children are watching you, and so you are modeling so much. And wrestling doesn't always look pretty, but wrestling is crucial and it's important. And I pray that as you wrestle, you will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ in a way you never ever have known him before, even if you walked with him for years. I am excited about what will come through the wrestling. Number five, expect miracles. God says in Jeremiah thirty-two twenty-seven, I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? And the answer is no, there's nothing too hard for the Lord. So expect miracles. And we had miracles all the time from someone anonymously giving us a 15 passenger van to college scholarships for all eight of my children. Now that's a miracle. Expect God to help you. Expect him to help you. He wants to. And so expect that. Number seven, expect to learn many things. That's awesome. It's good to learn new things. I had never cut the grass before. I know, I know, but I had not ever cut the grass before. It took years before I attempted to even learn that skill. But guess what? Not only did I learn how to cut the grass, but I learned that I liked cutting the grass. So expect to learn new things. Number eight, expect your hope to grow. You may only have a little tiny bit of hope right now. But as you look to God as Father and you look to Him to help you and you wrestle with Him and you grow, your hope is going to grow also. Isaiah forty thirty one says, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Number nine, expect to be tempted to feel sorry for yourself. This is a big one. You are going to feel sorry for yourself. Woe is me. Nobody understands. This is so hard. I can't do this. All the things, ladies. Be careful with this one. Envy, jealousy, bitterness, unforgiveness. These are all enemies to healing that you have to be aware of. It will take you down if you camp out here. Number 10, expect to walk by faith. You're not going to be able to see how everything is coming together for the good, for those who love God. You're not going to be able to see very far into the distance. So don't try to look at something that's not happening yet. For example, you have a five-year-old daughter and you're wondering who's going to walk her down the aisle. When that day comes, the Lord will show you how to experience that big moment. Number 11, expect to live life different from the traditional family that God designed with a father and a mother. Your family's different. So these other families, they're going to do things that traditional families tend to do or families with a mom and a dad will do. This isn't your family anymore. So you're going to live life different and that's okay. Number 12, expect God to keep his promises. Moms, be a student of the Word of God. If you are struggling with something, I'm sure 
you can probably find a promise that would give you hope. And the Bible says that not one of God's promises have ever failed. And so expect him to be a promise keeper. Number 13, expect struggles that are not against flesh and blood. The enemy is going to work against you. He works against all of us. And so our struggles aren't against flesh and blood a lot of the times, even though he will use flesh and blood for our struggles. But just know who the enemy is. Number 14, expect to do hard things. So we talked about this. You're going to learn things, but you're also going to do hard things. But God says that his grace is sufficient for you and his power is perfected in weakness. Number 15, expect tender moments. There's going to be plenty of those and they're going to come years after death or divorce or desertion. Expect them and feel them and just know that God says, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Number 16, expect what Satan meant for evil. God will use for good. Expect it. This is one of my favorite verses. Satan is always trying to work evil into our lives, but God can take even the most evil circumstance or the most evil situation and he can use it for good. And we have so many stories in the word of God that give hope for that. Joseph is one of my favorite characters, and this is where this verse comes from, the story in Genesis 50 and 20. And Esther, look, God used her to save her people, and she was living life for a moment, the famous verse for such a time as this. And so even evil, God will use for good. Number 17, expect growth. Again, not only is your hope going to grow, you're going to grow. Your children are going to grow. They're going to be who they are in life because of God being their father. 18. Expect to learn how to fight spiritual battles. I think I read this almost every year when I read through the word of God, but it's just a powerful reminder when God says that he taught the sons of Israel war. He taught them war. And so you're going to learn how to fight spiritual battles. And when you're fighting a battle, it takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of practice for anything. And so you're going to learn how to fight those spiritual battles. It begins on our knees. 19, expect to lead as God leads you. I know for a lot of women with a husband in the home, one of their complaints is he's not the spiritual leader. You now are in a place of leadership without the husband as head of your home. Although God is the one who is shepherding and leading you. And so expect God to lead you. And then you lead your children as God leads you. I had a friend who often would say, there are plenty of Indians in your home. They need a chief. And so sometimes without our husband, we tend to just want to kind of blend into the children, you know, and become one of them. And please don't. They need you to lead. Number 20, expect to be tested. You're going to be tested in so many ways. But that testing is going to produce so many positive things. And so even First Peter 4 says, do not be surprised when you're tested by these trials. 
like something strange is happening to you. In fact, you might think, I've already had the worst happen. So when you were tested again, we think, this is, I've reached my limit. But Peter says to rejoice as you share in the sufferings of Christ, because God's glory will be revealed. 21. Expect your family to bond together and not apart. Satan wants you to believe this is going to destroy your family. And there will be some seasons of raising kids without a dad that are not comfortable. They are not cozy. And you are going to be tempted to divide against each other. But don't push towards each other. Allow this pain and suffering to to let you have a bond that is strong and that will be something that you cherish for years. 22. Expect to receive. I know we do not like being on the receiving end. We want to give, but in order to know how to give, you have to learn how to receive. And so it's uncomfortable, but when someone would do something for me and it was so difficult to receive that, I just had to think, thank you, Lord, you are showing me how to give one day. And so then, number 23, expect to give. You're not always going to be on the receiving end and be purposeful and giving even in your season of lack and even in your season of want. The generous man will be prosperous, and he who waters will himself be watered. So even if you're in the darkest part of the valley, there's still someone in some way that you can give and you can encourage someone else. 24. Expect the need for endurance. This is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And so it's going to take endurance. Moms, don't stay up all night. You need rest. Get to bed. And spend time with the Lord, pace yourself, surround yourself with people who can help, and expect the need for endurance. The last one is expect God to be God. Almighty God sees you. He is there. He's going to not only help you, He is going to be the father to your fatherless children. So there you have it. For those of you who wanted some real specifics on what to expect when raising fatherless kids. And like always, if this has helped you today or this has been encouraging, please share it with other moms. I'm super excited. Next time we'll be talking about how I had so many children. And then we're going to get into some interviews with some other people. Can't wait to talk to that newborn child of mine, my son, Micah. And he was 13 months old, and he's come back to say, this is what it was like. This is what I experienced, and this is how God fathered me. So again, please give us a rating. I'd love it if you'd give us a review. How encouraging. And I look forward to coming back next week and talking more about how to find help when we're raising fatherless kids.